Yes, it's time for In the Back Pockets, proudly brought to you by Sportsbet. My name is Jay Clark. Looking forward to some huge rounds and games, of course. Hawthorne versus West Coast, Carlton, Collingwood, and the game uh, Stevie Johnson thinks might be the match of the decade, if not match of the century. Port Adelaide versus Melbourne should be an absolute beauty. But Stevie, hello and welcome to you. Thank Did you Michael know. Voss and or Harry Mackay give you a call this week to try and sort out his kicking? Because it's been the big talking point of the week. It has been a big talking point. And, uh, What's wrong? Well, it's to do with his technique. It's more technical than mental, but it's becoming, it'll probably become mental as the exposure of it um, mm. becomes greater. Yeah, how much do you charge an hour? How much would you? I'd probably get down there for a couple of K <laughs> in, in folding. <laughs> it's a good question how much you charge an hour, because yeah. as you know, yep. we all work together on a Sunday. And the way that the media works sometimes mm. is we do a pre-game, which we put a lot of emphasis on, on Triple M, so that normally goes for two hours and 20. Last yeah. week we did an hour. Yeah. And then, so you might get paid for that, and yeah. then you get paid for the game as well. Double so way. sometimes when you only do the game, mm. you might just get a shortened sort of uh, version of your, your dollar in your bank account. A lesser fee. So last week our man was on a, um, a hookup from Wangaratta or wherever he was because yeah. he'd had a night out the night before. Big, so big night our out. boss at Triple M said, Stevie, no, stay up there. You'll be able to contribute just as much <laughs> via the video link down yeah. the line. I've got other words for it. Well, we were on air for at least an hour and 20. Mm. And do you know how many words our man spoke last week? 64? No, nah, not even that. 47 <laughs> words in an hour. So my <laughs> My question to you is... This is starting to become very did familiar. You, it's did hard you to get put an invoice in? in. Did you? <laughs> the invoice went in. Yes. I'm not sure you needed to. Well, you didn't throw it at me. You blokes didn't throw it at me. I was sitting in the studio. Mm. Yeah, I had yeah. a couple the night before, so yeah. I was... Um, quite happy that I didn't have to talk too mm. often, but it, it's like it's hard getting a word in when I'm de- I think dealing with you two who love the airtime. Yeah, how was the bus? Should put a discount in a forty percent. So you know, I didn't say much. <laughs> or I the, a, but I do give a bit like of extra. I, I get them plenty of media, sort of social media hits. Yeah, on yeah. Their of course you did. How was on the, the other weeks, how was the bus trip, Stevie? Uh, there was a few blokes that carried on. I had to w- have a word to him on Monday night. <laughs> nice bonding with his Yarra Wonga pigeons. I'm looking forward to what's coming up next on Stevie Yay or Stevie Nay. Now, Stevie, this is where we like to go to you, not only on football matters, but all sorts of uh, issues. And the NBA finals are on at the moment. I've really enjoyed it. And there's a big debate raging about LeBron James and Michael Jordan. Who is better? If LeBron wins a fifth ring... With the Lakers, does he go ahead of the great Michael Jordan? Who is the GOAT? No, Michael Jordan is the GOAT. No one will ever surpass what he's been able to do. Six-time NBA champion, six-time MVP, uh, nine-time first uh, defensive team. So he will never be passed. LeBron's had a terrific career, but not for me, Brownie. Agree. Okay, Port up against Melbourne Friday night football will be the game of the year. I reckon it will. Oh, well, I haven't been looking forward to a game more so than this why? one that's coming tell me Friday why. night. And just, tell me why you I put this question re- down. It's I, a I think it's really just going to shape the, the top four. And Callum Collingwood. Port Adelaide, we've spoken about the form that they've been in. I want to see them take a big scalp this week. It's Adelaide, Friday Collingwood night footy. Can't yeah. wait to see Treaders. Yeah. He'll be sitting in the stands. Yeah. I'll be hoping that they He's lose. He's hoping every game they yeah. lose, yeah, wheels fall off Treaders. The man you fire extinguished. If you haven't seen that, catch up on the recent episodes. It's a beauty of a story. Hey, it's Sir Doug Nichols round, uh, Stevie. Um, is Andrew McLeod the best Indigenous player you've watched? Why 
Yes. yes. Now, I hope Buddy's not watching because he mm. has been unbelievable and I got to coach him. I was fortunate enough to do that. Yeah. And, and some of the things playing. he's done on the football field are unbelievable and no one else can do them. But Andrew McLeod at his best was just silky, just the way he moved, the way he kicked the footy. Uh, Norm Smith medalist, uh, absolute gun. Do you have a food deal? <laughs> no. No, hey, but... Would you, you like know, a food deal? 100%. I'd love one. I reckon I've... You know, people are walking past me in the street saying, oh, the Dumpling King, and oh, I loved your post about the uh, your Scotch fillet medium rare. How many like people you... have walked past you in the street and said the Dumpling King and put their hand up? How many? Oh, probably 30 or 40 in the last week. <laughs> yeah, that's rubbish, mate. <laughs> you are prime for a deal on MasterChef, it's fair to say. Hey, uh, Stevie, you would have caught this um, throughout the week. Let's have a listen to Julie McCreary. Righto, boys! <laughs> Chase that ball. <laughs> Tackle hard. Yeah. Win those contests. Yeah. <laughs> and when you're in front of the goals, make it count. Yeah. You must agree, Stephen, that is the pep talk of the year. Yeah, I reckon that's that's brilliance from Craig McRae to get her in. Um, sometimes you just need something a little bit different. The players already know what the game plan is. Um, it's all about having you know, good vibes before the games at times. I remember the grand final, uh, 2007, Bomber Thompson asked Shannon Burns um, what, what our zone was for the for the game. Mm. And Burnsy got all flustered and nervous and said, oh, three, four, six, and <laughs> couldn't quite get the words out. And this is in our pre-game meeting. Mm. And the whole room, every player in the room just cracked up laughing mm. and just sort of settled the, settled the nerves and... Um, I thought it was a, yeah, a good thing for Everything us. Everything he touches turns to gold at the moment is fly. Now, are you the best snap kick in the world? <laughs> Even it didn't agree with you. <laughs> didn't agree with me. Yeah, so some people say, you know, you're the best snap kick in Australia. I say, well, yeah, actually, probably the world because <laughs> no one else can kick them. <laughs> <laughs> That's certainly uh, what you think, Stevie. And that's what you get on Stevie Yay or Stevie Nay. Yes, I like it, Steve. You're not always sure what you're going to say in that segment, but uh, always quality. Yeah, who's the best Indigenous player uh, you've ever watched, Brownie? Uh, I think Lance Franklin for mine. Yep. Um, Andrew McLeod, really close. Back-to-back -back Norm Smith medals, but mm. you just you go to watch Bud play, yep. and it, and yeah, you know, it's it's not a shame that he's playing the way he is at the moment because every player at the end of their career um, plays not as good as what they did, but it should be a celebration. And um, yeah, he's the best. Looks a bit sore to me. Cyril uh, Rioli for mine was absolutely outstanding for the Hawks. Hey, uh, Steve, you been, you got in here this, the, today and you just said, I just want to talk about this game till the cows come home. You can't. You said, what about my man Ken? Just leading Port Adelaide to six straight wins, I think. Why will, will Port Adelaide knock off the more fancied Melbourne in this one? Well, it's going to be a real challenge for their young midfielders. So we talk about Horn Francis, Rosie, Butters. Those guys are coming up against uh, the best midfield in the competition, Oliver, Petraka, Viney, who are in terrific form. But I think they can match them in that area of the ground. Uh, they probably don't need to win it, but they need to be right, Even. you know, in close with the contested ball work. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and just the way they're playing, they're playing full of confidence. Um, it's an, an opportunity for them to take a big scalp. Their defence has really tightened up, so Kenny's got to take a lot of credit for that because early on in the year they were too easily scored against, and now they've become one of the top defences in the competition since mm. about round five. So I give them every chance to win this. Yeah, so do I. And the whole thing relies, uh, works around Alir Alir. So when Alir has to one-on-one -on -one contest against somebody. He loses 40% of one-on-one -on -one contests, which is the ranked last of all the big defenders. Not a very good one-on-one -on -one player. Not, a not at all, he's the worst. Yeah. Uh, but what he is very, very good at is third man in, reading the football. So when he doesn't have to play on anybody, mm. he can control that back line like no other player can in the competition. Maybe Jake Lever does a similar thing at the other end, mm. but if Alir Alir is allowed to play the way he wants to play, and if Kenny allows him to play that way, I think they can win. Very good, Brownie. That is the expert analysis you get on the In The Back Pocket. We'll be back with more next, including In The Bin. This has been In The Back Pocket, proudly brought to you by Sportsbet. Welcome back to In The Bin, and this week, you're all off the hook. No one's in the bin. Nah, I'm only joking. Seriously, you're all going in the bin. You boys lost me when you started talking about fashion. A lot of feedback on this shirt. And you got the matching um, watch too. Um, I think you do need to wear the dark shirts though. You got your dad's shirt on, Stevie, let's be honest. Now, I know you boys aren't the fashion police, that's for sure. So, that's going straight in the bin. So at least we can't see your sweat patches this week. Stevie, I'm hearing whispers that you were responsible for Carlton's loss on the weekend. I think you know why. I'm corner, going geez. around the corner, yep. we're in front, but I invented the kick. <laughs> you claim to be the pioneer of the set shot snap. Oh, you're oh. kidding. Oh, oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. The Carlton supporters aren't happy with you. <laughs> Stevie, they want you in the bin, and I'm not gonna go against them. Who's he directing that anger towards, I wonder? <laughs> JJJ, how could I forget you? You haven't been in the bin in a while, which is great, but I was watching the footy on Friday night, and I saw you on Roaming Brian. Jay Clark from the Herald Sun, of course. Jay thought this was a great opportunity to share some of his thoughts. The only man uh, to take down Jeremy Cameron this season, he was saying he was trying to thank the rest of his teammates, and I was trying to say, no, well, is there a, a pulse in the season? I mean, I think they'd been largely written off, to, as Nathan was saying over the past few weeks. Some signature things for you took half the segment. So You're in the bin. Oh. Poor old Nathan Broad just took a back seat there, did he? <laughs> you know, when BT's looking away, sort of looking a bit grumpy, you have sort of taken a bit too much time, haven't you? So, good feedback, shortening up, uh, Brownie. Um, hopefully you'll be able to uh, deliver us a nice segment here. Hawthorne, uh, of course, versus North Melbourne, right? There, a lot of interesting discussion about who's got the better list at the moment, who's closer uh, to a premiership. I want you two boys to pick a side on Would You Rather. This is Would You Rather. A fascinating discussion, I think, about the two lists at the moment because North Melbourne feels like they've been in rebuild mode for four to six years. Hawthorne, we know they're middle of the table and then have dropped down. But when you look at the two lists, who do you think is closer to a premiership? Brownie, you've been bullish on the Hawks. Hawthorne, yes. Are you so? How have they done this so quickly? They've leapfrogged North Melbourne. Yep. In a very quick amount of time. Is that fair? I, I just think they've got the better top-end talent, Hawthorne, at the moment. So they made a decision to get rid of a lot of their older players. Oh, sure, um, yeah. And there's players that are now playing at other clubs who Sam Mitchell said, well, I don't think they're going to be in our next premiership. They're probably not going to be our next Hasn't hurt even finals performance. It has hurt them in the short term, absolutely, because they are where they are on the ladder. But... What I see and what they can build their list around is those top two there, Mitchell Lewis and Will Day. And then you've got players like Jath, 
Moore, Newcomb. Connor Nash is coming with a bullet at the moment. He's mm -hmm. improving every week. And then you've got uh, the recently drafted guys that are playing football at the moment for them as well. So I think at Hawthorne there's a lot to work with. Mm. And the biggest thing they have at their football club on top of Day and also Lewis uh, Mitchell Lewis mm -hmm. is, is Sam Mitchell. I think he's going to be a genius coach. Genius you can already coach. see parts of what he's doing at the moment. Wait till they've got a full list. Wait till they've got um, top end, more top end talent. I think Hawthorne's list will come back quickly. Big call Brown, um, genius coach. That mm. is a big one. Hawthorne were ranked 18th. And I didn't clearances. like him when sorry, I played I against talking. him. Ready? Oh, sorry. No one yeah. did. Hawthorne was yeah. ranked 18th for clearances last year. So they move on Mitchell and Agramira. How could that possibly have hurt it? They've actually gone up the clearance uh, chart. Genius. That is going to be a big call. Hey, uh, you've taken North, Stevie. Why do you like the Kangaroos list? I'm not completely disagreeing with Nathan, <laughs> but I thought we'd just have a quick look at North's top-end talent. So what they do have is some seriously good uh, young midfield talent. So I think Davies Uniac is having a fantastic year. Simpkins, the captain, a very good player. Sheasel will move into to the midfield eventually, and mm. Wardler, who we haven't seen just yet, but there's uh, there's there's you know big praise on what he's going to be as a footballer. Yep. Where they lack is in the key position. Yep. Um, Areas so we've Defense. got Larky there, who's a, a terrific forward, um, mm -hmm. and at, at a big club would be a bigger name in the competition. Uh, Mackay down in in their back line, and uh, I look at someone like a Griffin Logue who they've brought in. Yep. If they want to be a good team, they've got to get those key pillars um, in, in, down the spine <laughs> to be a better team. Good signs for Hawthorne. Perhaps a quick rebuild, Brownie, and even I think Jono says on. Would you rather? Brownie, there's always a little nugget in stuff that Stevie <laughs> says. Yeah. And I'm not sure if his name's Georgie Wardler. <laughs> Wardler. Or Wardlaw. He sounds like a Wardler. Yeah. Do you know, Georgie? You're, it's Wardlaw. Yeah, you know. Wardlaw. I, I was trying to get through it quicker than <laughs> so you just went I <laughs> was originally told. I was told by producers we've got three and a half minutes. Yeah. Nath went for three minutes. So I just spit time. that out in 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah. So apologies to George. I think you're going to be a great player. So. Yes. Well done. Uh, uh, Wardlaw. <laughs> Stevie. Hey, let's get on to this one. Uh, Brownie, your Western Bulldogs versus the Adelaide. Crows. The Bulldogs probably been flying under the radar a bit. One of the form teams of the competition knocked off Carl Marcus Bontempelli going so well. And that defence, that was a big question mark for the Bulldogs this season. We know their midfield's great. We know they can kick goals forward. It's can they stop the opposition? And aside from the first two rounds, the first two losses of the year, been a big tick. It has been, and they've been really good, and their defensive end, as you said, has been great. They come up against the most efficient forward line of the competition. It's mm. going to be a great game, this one, at Mars Stadium. 90% rain, chance, oh. and also 11 degrees down in Ballarat. So Adelaide handled those conditions down there last year fine. They won the game by a point. It was low scoring, 63 to 62, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just leaning towards Adelaide. I think their guns really? up forward get the job done. Yeah. A big upset? Uh, not really. Not the way they're playing. They've beaten St Kilda last week. I, I, I see it has been a 50-50 game. Mm. The Western Bulldogs are favourites, but I see it pretty much a toss of the coin. I think the Bulldogs have the class to the midfield, although when it's 11 degrees, it does get tough in there. In the, were, you, were you aware of the cold, cold play? Do you like the cold All good conditions? players were good in the wet. Okay. okay. Yep. Um, so... Uh, I think it'll suit the Bulldogs. I think uh, cold, wet Never. conditions, uh, yeah, liberatory, liberatore, liberatore, Bontempelli, these guys love it down there. They've won five of their last six. They lost the, the one last year by yeah, a couple of points. But um, Mike Sheen wrote an article about my wet weather football. <laughs> about how good it was. Now, yeah. 
I enjoyed it too. I'm going to bring it in next week. <laughs> oh, and Adelaide, Adelaide, as you said, Nate, they're the best scoring team efficiency-wise going inside 50 in the competition. And Tex is on fire again. How about the way he played last yep, week? Tex. And some of those smalls around him, if they get enough entries, yeah, they'll be good enough to win. Dreamtime at the G is always one of, the, one of the biggest games of the year. And the, the Bombers, um, you know, they've come off the boil a little bit over the past month. But what about Richmond, uh, Brownie? Big win over the Cats. Yes, Shalong was missing some key players. Do you think the Tigers can have a serious crack at a deep run in September off the back of last week? Well, they can, absolutely, because they played some really good sides in the first six or seven weeks. And they were great against Melbourne three weeks ago. They got done in the last quarter. They had a poor game against Gold Coast at the MCG. But outside that, I still think Essendon have been playing okay. Against Brisbane, they were leading at halftime. They kicked 100 points against the Cats. It's going to be a ripping game, this one. It's going to tip Richmond, just because I think they're probably travelling a tiny bit better. Mm -hmm. And they've got the... The upswing from last week, so for me, the Tigers. The brand is back, the organised chaos, the tackle pressure, the quick forward uh, handball. Uh, Steve, it's almost like the, the Tigers from a few years ago um, upset the Cats. Yeah, well, this will tell us who's uh, probably going to be contending for those last couple of finals p- positions. I yep. think Essendon back to their own weight class this week after being beaten by Brisbane last week. So yep. uh, if they win, that puts them back there right on the cusp of the eight. And mm. if Richmond win, then we're starting to talk about them. Yep, they've got their identity back and they may make a late charge towards the second half of the season. Essendon depleted down back. it be interesting to see how that defence holds up against the Tiger forwards and Jack Rewalt. Coming up next, we are trying a new segment. It's called Hypotheticals. It's going to be interesting. More next on In the Back Pockets. Yes, I suspect it's about to get funky on In the Back Pocket, proudly brought to you by Sports Pet. Now, Nathan Brown, our spiritual leader here, um, every week he comes up with all these great ideas and fresh ideas about new segments and topics we can cover. And I always like him, and Nathan Brown, but I was a bit worried when you said we should ask some questions about different stuff, unrelated to football, that might pose, you know, a really curly predicament. Um, hypotheticals. Yeah, it was, a ni- it was a nice name, and we're going <laughs> to give it a crack. Now, maybe for one week, let's see how it goes. Oh, hypothetical. Righto, Browning. If you could only wear shorts or pants every day for the rest of your life, what are you going shorts. for? Why? Shorts, because you need to play sport. Yeah. You've got to go out the back, you need to suntan your legs. What if you want to go play tennis? Can't play tennis in pants. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, that's simple. I'd go with the shorts, and if you have to put on a jacket to get warm, you yeah. mm. wear the cold legs. Sorry. You don't feel cold on your legs. You feel cold on your belly. Nothing worse than an ice bath, though. I hate ice baths. Yeah. Love well, sitting in the spa. That's, that's a completely different thing. <laughs> you try to take them out of the Cats Recovery program. Righto, here we go. You have to, I like this. You have to legally change your name to either Champ or Tiger. Which one are you picking? You can only be called Champ or Tiger for the rest of your life. I'm going to go Tiger. Yeah, I'm going Tiger as well. Ah, you both said champ before before this segment. I think um, I'm going to go champ. I think that's that'd be fair you to look say. Like a champ. Oh, thanks, mate. Hey, um, cold food or cold shower every day for the rest of your life. If you could only have cold food or cold shower every day, what would you go for? I'll go with uh, cold shower. You just said you don't like ice baths. Yeah, but I love my hot food. I love a roast <laughs> lamb, a roast pork, the crackle <laughs> comes out. Um, what yeah, else do I, I like? Need to go nice cold steak. Food. I have to go cold food. I can't. I, you need a hot shower every now and again. Clearly. You go mad. You don't need to eat hot food, but you yeah. need a hot shower. Yeah. You do need to eat hot food. What, you can eat a cold parmigiana? 
Well, that would be better than a cold shower every morning in midwinter yeah, in yeah, Melbourne. Been, you can eat you know a cold pie, I'd have the cold shower and then I'd go and hop in the warm spa. <laughs> Good run. I think cold food every day of the week, Stevie. How's this segment going? Right, what about this one? Would you rather have a shiny go to you first, Stevie? A shaved head or a mullet for the rest of your life? Uh... Oh, I'd probably say a mullet. Why? I don't know, look a little bit weird, I reckon, when I get to 50 and I'm bald on front with a mullet <laughs> at the back. <laughs> I reckon it'd suit you, actually, just thinking about that. Well, you don't look out of place these days with a mullet. You sort of, kind of mm. a bit strange if you don't have one, especially in Wangaratta. Pretty short, so I'm, I'm going to go the bald head. Yeah, I think definitely the shaved head. Last one to finish. You can only eat one fruit for the rest of your life. What are you picking? Uh, I'd probably choose a mandarin. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's my favourite. Left field? Brownie? Great. Good. Mandarin? Yeah. Yeah. But mandarins are only good in winter. So what are you going to do in summer? Uh, I won't get to import them. <laughs> don't I go watermelon. I like watermelon. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to beat. Uh, I'm going to go mango. I'm not sure if this oh. segment is coming back next week. <laughs> um, tweet us in. Let us know your thoughts. This has been <laughs> Rusty Hypothetical. Give us your thoughts, Brownie. What do you reckon? <laughs> well, I sent you some hypotheticals to go with. You yes. went with none of them. Well, this is the sheet I was providing. You went with a new lot of hypotheticals. Our producer didn't like your questions, I think. The lovely Michelle um, and Demi do a great job. Um, fire up. Time to fire up, Stevie, on Who Needs a Malcolm. Particularly with a pathetic effort from Pittman in Ruck. But he's going to have to live with that. Yep, you said you wanted to do with that, Stevie, and you're going to have to live with that, exactly like Malcolm uh, Blights uh, said. So in this segment, you fire up, you have a crack at someone. Who have you got in your sights today? Well, this week, Jay, I've got uh, a person that works very closely to you at the Herald Sun. So Whoa. this week, Whoa. I'm going after Whoa. Mark Robinson. Okay, Ooh, so no, Robbo, you know, we know he's had a few health issues of, uh, <laughs> in recent months, so we hope that he's getting over those and he's, he's better. But he's come back a little bit grumpy for mine. What's I heard him during the week and he was having a crack at uh, young Harry Mackay mm -hmm. at Carlton, who no doubt is lacking a little bit of confidence at the moment, but mm -hmm. Robbo criticised him as a player. He criticised his contract and he put him on notice when a we all know he's on notice. He doesn't need uh, one of the biggest media types in the country jumping down his throat. That's our job, though. And criticising him. That's, that's he's come back grumpy. It's not what he should be doing as uh, the chief uh, person at Fox. So what should he be doing? He's saying back. that's his job. What are you saying <laughs> Robbo should be doing? If he's well, out of form, I think he's, he's, he's got to understand. Robbo's got to understand that this is a young player. Uh, a key position player who's mm. going to be a very good long-term player at the club. He'll mm. earn every cent that they're paying him in the long term. But he's playing at Carlton. They're not moving the footy um, at, a, at a level which best helps him or Kerno play their best football. And, and yes, he's had a few uh, uh, issues around his goal kicking, but that can be ironed out. That's just technical. Don't jump down and say, oh, he's been overpaid and his contract, he wasn't worth that amount of money. This is a young player that will come out of this mini form slump and be worth every cent he is paid. So you're going to be very positive in your calling, are you? Are we going to call you Fairy Floss Johnson or something like that? Like what have you call? Going he, after his boss here. Collingwood versus Carlton on Sunday and Harry Mackay kicks for Robbo three you, behinds. You're worried he'll come and come down and bully you because he, you're just a little he, minnow compared you to him. You down the hallway. You're just a little minnow, aren't you? Well, I'm going, I just go after the big names. They're the biggest story in football at the moment. I think Robbo's well entitled to put on the table the issues that have been costing Carlton. So you don't think he went too hard? 
Well, I didn't see it, to be honest, but if he's, <laughs> if he's talking about his goal-kicking and um, having to stand up for Carlton, I think Robbo um, who's, would be dead right. So, Stevie, back to the drawing board for you on who wants to be a millionaire. You're changing shows. <laughs> who wants to be a host? <laughs> I, I think I need a Malcolm. That's who well done, Stephen. <laughs> Particularly with a pathetic effort from Pittman in Ruck. But he's going to have to live with that. Brownie, why don't clubs get in experts like Stevie? Like, are they too stubborn? Are they too proud? I think they are. Yeah. Have you put your services out there, though? No, but they could call me and ask me mm. if, if he wants some help with his snap-kicking technique. I, I, that, I yeah. look at what he does. I, I could help him down a local park. I wouldn't need any recognition for it. I reckon Stevie would be able to improve him without a shadow of a doubt. Why wouldn't you get... And all the players at Sydney, where you were, and also the Giants, are very good snaps at goal. Cats? It's no surprise, is it? Uh, no surprise. You're a good well, teacher. Well, yeah, and, and the other guys that I worked with pass on what they learnt. Um, so <laughs> Your phone's ringing. Now. Oh, no. You want to answer it? That's, that's like... We need to move on. It is um, the match of the round, the Carlton versus Collingwood, of course. Pressure building, as we said, on the Carlton crew, Michael uh, Voss and the rest of his Blues. A lot was expected of Carlton this season. And Collingwood flying high under the Pied Piper, Craig McRae. Have you two blokes sorted your stuff out yet? Are you able to analyse this game for us, Browning? I think Carlton will go very close in this game because they play so much better at the MCG. But ultimately, Collingwood will win the game. I just think that they've got too many stars, they run for harder, for longer. Expect Carlton to be in the game, but for me, Collingwood win. Mm-hmm. Stevie, you together? I think, yes. Yeah, so Carlton's got to move the footy and take the contest a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Try and get it to those key position players, Kerno Mackay that we talk about. Try and get it to them and create a little bit more chaos ahead of the ball rather than going sideways and backwards and around and being the number one marking team in the competition but doesn't necessarily equate to inside 50s. So it may be a dangerous game trying to play that style against Collingwood, who love chaos, but I think if they're to beat any of the best teams in the comp, they've got to change the brand of footy that they're playing. Magpies, one of the best pressure teams in the competition. If they muck around with the Blues, the Magpies will absolutely eat them alive through the middle of the ground, and particularly up forward. McCreary and Hill have been on fire. Right, time to straighten up. This is Are You Sure? Yes, Brownie, what about Collingwood? Everything going so well under Craig McRae. Are you sure anyone can beat the magnificent fly for the coach of the year? It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. The only one who could probably beat him is if Kenny Hinckley and Port Adelaide make it all the way to the grand final. I think that's a great effort. I like it. Hey, Stevie J, are you sure if you were picking a team for Collingwood in the grand final tomorrow, are you sure you would pick Nick Dacos ahead of Jordan Ngoi, if you could only uh, take one. No, I'm not sure about that. Ooh. I'd be taking the player that can go in and win the contested ball and also push forward and kick goals, potentially become a Norm Smith medalist. So I think Ngoi, uh, his form this season is probably underrated. Um, Dacos having a fantastic year, don't get me wrong, and I'm, mm. I'm one of his biggest fans, but yeah. right at the moment, mm. to win a grand final tomorrow, Jordan Ngoi. Good call. Be interested in their best and fairest uh, results at the end of the year. Darcy Moore having a fantastic season as well. Right, uh, Nathan Brown, are you sure Ben Brown is in Melbourne's best 22? Not right now, because they're playing some pretty good football and they've been their, their multiple goal-kicking spread has been big, 10-plus most mm-hmm. games. 
He played well at the start of the year. That doesn't mean he can't be back in their best 22 by the end of the season. I think they need a big target come finals. But right now, as it stands, he's probably not. Hey, Stevie, a lot of talk about the Harley Reid Cup. Hawthorne play West Coast this week. Can Wooden Spoon potentially up for grabs for the loser? We know the players and the coaches want to win. What about the list chiefs? Are you sure that Hawthorne and West Coast list bosses want to win this game at the weekend? I don't think the list bosses would want to win. I think the coaching staff and the players, yep. yes, for morale. But um, Harley Reid looks like a special kind of talent. So yep. I think uh, they'd be secretly hoping that uh, they lose. From Bendigo to Brownie, your way. They make them tough. Uh, out, out there, are you sure Sydney <laughs> Very tough. has recovered from its grand final thrashing last year, having a stinker of a season? I don't so subscribe to the theory that if you get belted in the grand final, then your next year is poor. They've had injury concerns history all year. Says, history says that does happen. <laughs> sort of. It doesn't go back that far. Let's does that? It's probably been, what, three or four clubs it has happened to? What's the reason? You go for back over 100 years and yeah. a club that's been pumped, there'd be just as many who have won it the next year. I don't know the stats to it, but for every stat you make, you can make a stat over here and you can get the complete opposite. Let's be honest, stats are irrelevant. Well, I just think that there's other reasons why what they, they haven't been at their best. They, they had an interrupted uh, pre season mm-hmm. with some key players. They've had um, key injuries to players throughout the season. Yeah, Isaac um, Heaney. They've, they've had a couple of close losses that they should have won, so yeah. it's not all doom and gloom there. Were you going to say something then, Brownie? No. no okay. oh, Stevie, finish my answer. <laughs> Very good. Hey, Stevie, a lot of talk about Carlton this year, Michael Voss, under some serious pressure. Are you sure poor skills has been to blame for Carlton's demise so far this season? No, I don't think it's been anything to do with poor skills. In fact, they take more marks than anyone in the competition, which shows me or tells me that their skills are they're hitting targets, but they're just not playing with enough depth. They chip sideways and backwards marks, though. That's what you've got to ask yourself. Cheap marks. Yeah, they, they do. They t- yeah. take it backwards and around, which obviously are easier to hit those targets. But I think they just need to take the contest a little bit more. They've got those key forwards ahead of the ball, kick it to them, yep. get their smalls around, a bit more chaos, um, and, and, and put more to the opposition than just kick around chip style. More speed on the footy. Brownie, uh, are you sure Liam? Jones can be a genuine All-Australian contender this year. Absolutely, I can. He'd have to be in the conversation. There's some really good defenders at the moment, but there's probably five that are vying for two spots, and he's one of them. Stevie, lastly, interesting game, Fremantle versus uh, Geelong. Are you sure the Cats should be a short price favourite for this one? No, I I think they should be maybe $1.60. What are they? About $1.60. I think it's more of $1.80. Even uh, chance. Well done to the traders. That has been Are You Sure? Docker surely half a chance to notch an upset in the West, I think. But time to turn our attention to GWS versus uh, St Kilda. Toby Green back for the Giants, I think, Stevie. And Max King back for St Kilda as well. Surely he's going to straighten them up. Ross Lyon would be absolutely thrilled they get their main spearhead back to uh, headline that forward line. Uh, they would be. He's uh, certainly going to be a superstar of the future. He's not there yet, but he's got a lot of uh, room for improvement. But uh, Toby back for the, the Giants. I said last week on this program that they couldn't win without him. You're right. Um, and, yeah, I was right last week, but it's probably a good, good team. Though, so, yeah. no, it's not <laughs> Big going out you. on a limb. Big but so I said it, I've said it time and time again, Nathan, but get him back. Yeah, he needs 20-plus possessions and three goals for them to have a win. So keep an eye on that. Cuddly Ross, I like it. He gave him a mulligan. He said everybody deserves a mulligan, and that's exactly what they did last week, and I think they'll bounce back and win. You would think so, playing the coaching game. Absolutely beautiful. Ross, I know um, you've been unlucky uh, with your multis over the Just journey. Just been missing one leg at a time. <laughs> exactly, one, one leg at a time. Oh, last week. Mm-hmm. Stevie yeah. missed out on the Swans, and that was a, that was a brave call, wasn't yeah. it, really? And Brownie... 
too. That's a bad week last week. Okay, let's make some money this week, eh? Can we get back in? You're only as bad as your last week. Yeah, okay. Can can you lift for us? What do you got for us this week? All right, let's do it. Here's my $100 play, and it's all at once. This is the Richmond-Essendon game. So Jaden Short to get 20, Daniel Rioli to get 20, Tim Tarano to get 20, Zach Merritt to get 20. It is pretty simple. That's it right there. That looks very strong to me. What have you got, Stevie? Uh, just bring up the graphic here. So I've gone Connor Rosier, uh, 20 plus disposals, Oliver to get 25, and then Brisbane, Hawthorne, and Collingwood. So Hawthorne. That looks home to me, Stephen. Yeah, a bit shorter, three dollars. So I've given, uh, you know, we'll make two hundred dollars from my bet. Hopefully, only one hundred and fifty from. Hopefully, yours. we'll get them up. Definitely Hawthorne over West Coast. We're not going to see some funny things happen there, Steve. No, I think Hawthorne's efforts actually been there this year. Yep. Yeah, um, they just haven't had the polish. Whereas uh, they'll be too good for West Coast. Well, have have a good too, holiday, Brandy. Jay. Very have a good. Holiday. Thank you, uh, Nathan. You're off to eat uh, some dumplings. Enjoy yep. those. Thank you very much, Stephen. Thanks so much for watching us on in the back pocket. Hopefully, my voice has recovered for next week. Uh, we'll catch you then. <laughs> What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, call the number on the screen or visit the website.